Welcome to the August 30th sermon from Clifford Baptist Church, 635 Fletcher's Level Road in Amherst. Today's scripture is Matthew chapter 8, verses 1 through 4, and the sermon is entitled, Would, Should, Could, delivered today by youth pastor Jeffrey Campbell. Today, as we think about God's Word, if you knew that God could, would you? Today, if you truly believe that God could take a a circumstance that was not good and make it something better, even bless it and use it, would you? When I think of many miracles throughout the Bible, I think of the touch of a master's hand and how just the touch of the master's hand changed lives. Today, I want you to know that I believe Christians are somewhat backing off of their faith in Christ. We like to look the part. We like to try to do our part by coming. But when the rubber meets the road, it's time to put our faith in action. We crumble. We fall. And we're scared to stand on our faith. A few years ago, and I say that when I was growing up, I don't know really how many years ago that was, we all wore bands around our arms and t-shirts with the, the letters on them, WWJD, what would Jesus do? And hope that it would put us in the mindset that we were in a, circum, a, a certain situation, we would think, how would Jesus handle this? And we could work our way through it. When I think of the days that I wore that band, and those bands, in my mind, are long gone now. It puts us in the mindset to depend on Christ. Today, if I told you what you do in faith dictates what Jesus can do, would you believe me? Let me say that again. What you do in your faith dictates what Jesus can do. Would you believe me? Today, there's a call for Christians to put faith in action, not to look back at what I should have, what I could have, what I would have done. Oh, those thoughts that play in my mind. If you have your Bibles today, go to the book of Matthew chapter 8. Matthew chapter 8 is where we will be today. And and when we think of Matthew chapter 8, it comes on the heels of one of the greatest sermons by the greatest preacher, Jesus. The greatest sermon, the Sermon on the Mount, covers chapters 5, 6, and 7 in your Bible. And when we think about that, We get to chapter 8. And when I think of Christ, the greatest preacher, giving His word to His people, giving direction to the hearts of His people, many people begin to follow. And chapter 8 opens up with Matthew's first recorded miracle, not the actual uh, first actual miracle that Jesus performed. But Matthew's first miracle that he records today is what we're going to look at in the healing of of a leper. Today, the sermon titled, Would, Should, Could. You will get three points that relate to those three words. 
as we study God's Word. Look with me the first four verses of chapter 8. Here's what God's Word says. When He was come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed Him. And behold, there came a leper and worshipped Him, saying, Lord, if Thou will, Thou can make me clean. And Jesus put forth His hand and touched Him, saying, I will be Thou clean. And immediately His leprosy was cleansed. And Jesus saith unto him, See thou tell no man, but go thy way, show thyself to the priest, and offer the gift that Moses commanded for a testimony unto him. Today we are grateful for the word of God, and I pray that this word of God would pour into our lives and on our hearts. But today as we think about Jesus in the greatest sermon, as it comes off the mountain, his teaching was very different it had content. It had power. It, 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 it led people to draw close to them. And, and as they gathered, and they wanted more of Jesus. Does our church want more of Jesus? You see, as we come together and as we worship together, we should desire more of Jesus. And so I see this crowd as they follow. They, they just want more of Jesus. Well, I might tell on myself, as the great multitudes followed Jesus down the mountain, most preachers, after preaching a sermon on Sunday, they're looking forward to a good meal and a nap. I'll get, one of the, I'll get both of those here shortly. But Jesus desires to continue to work. He, can, he desires to continue to minister to people. And he didn't get a moment off after coming off of the mountain and making his way to the city. Certainly he is introduced to a leper. In verse number 2, I want you to look at that. This is where we're going to spend a lot of time, this one verse this morning. Verse number 2 says this, And behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou can make me clean. Point number one, if you're taking notes today, is this. The leper came when no one else would. The leper came when no one else would. Leprosy in the Bible was a terrible blood disease. Now, I hope not to gross anybody out this morning. But as that disease began to take over the body, spots and sores would appear all over the body. They would break out. Oftentimes it was viewed as punishment from God because of some sin that had been committed. Many choose to wrap up and cover those sores, those scabs, scabs to try to conceal it or to try to cover them up. Numbness soon would overtake the body. Loss of fingers and loss of toes would soon set in. Swelling of the body would begin. And then the stench of the disease would take over. Often you could smell the people who had leprosy. And as that disease progressed, slowly but surely it led to death. Now lepers had their own colony outside of town. They were not allowed to mingle with the normal people. 
And in the book of Leviticus, chapter 13 and 14, if you really want to study the law of God, you can see how these lepers went through the cleansing process as they were to be, go before the priest. And he were to cleanse them and to try to cleanse their clothes. And even if they had leprosy, they had a ceremony that would cleanse the house that they lived in. They were torn, they wore torn clothes, covered their face, and they were required to say two words as everybody passed by. Those two words were unclean, unclean. Now imagine this in your mind's eye as these people lived and as they tried to carry on with life. Every time they came in contact with somebody deemed clean, they would have to pronounce themselves unclean, unclean. Right out of the gate, we see in verse number 2, look at that again, and behold, there came a leper. The leper is out of place. He's breaking the code of law. He is, guess what guys, approaching Jesus. Something that we today may be scared to do, and we're perfectly fine. But here he comes to approach Jesus. Maybe he was close enough to hear the Sermon on the Mount. What a great privilege that would have been. Maybe he had heard Jesus' teaching. Maybe, just maybe. We don't know how he got there, how he got to know Jesus. But here's one thing he had to do. He had to come to Jesus. But the leper came when no one else would. Listen to this verse. You can write it down. John chapter 5, verse 40. Jesus tells those that are plotting to kill him, here's what he says. And you will not come to me that you might have life. You will not come to me that you will have life. These were people that studied the Scripture, that knew the Scripture, that knew a Messiah was coming. And Jesus says, you won't come. Yet we're introduced to a leper that did. Other lepers stayed behind where they were supposed to. Those that were astonished by Jesus' teaching followed at a distance. This leper wanted more. Today, What's your need? How many will be honest with themselves, but more importantly, be honest with God and say, I want more? I want more of you, Christ. I want more of what Jesus has to offer. Remember the words in Matthew chapter 11 that say, Come unto me, all ye who are heavy laden. And I will give you rest. You remember those words, right? Today, point number one is would you? Would you come? Or are you comfortable staying distant? Staying where you're supposed to. 
Today I would offer the thought that if the leper stayed, he would have never been healed. He would have never got what he needed. He came when nobody else would. Point number two. The leper worshipped when others should have. The leper worshipped when others should have. Look at verse number two again. It says, Behold, there came a leper and worshipped him. Now I stop right there and say this. The first words out of this leper's mouth should have been two words, unclean, unclean. Maybe he said them, maybe they're not recorded. But here's where we find the leper after those two words that he worshipped him. We find the leper falling at the feet of Jesus. And as I picture it in my, in my mind, we have him laying at Jesus' feet and he's, and he's looking up and the first word that he says... Lord, Lord, we find this man in a very peculiar place. You see, Jesus should have heard this guy coming to him. And what Jesus finds is a man laying at his feet that needs his attention. I would offer this thought to you today that as the leper comes and as the leper worships, worship was all that he had. This was the man's last hope. And his last hope was at the feet of Jesus. Now, I don't know how many here today or how many are listening that today you feel like you have no hope. There's no other way. There's no way out. I would offer you Jesus. But as Jesus finds this man at his feet, laying prostrate, laying down, offering the only thing that he had, worship. He had no money. He had no good clothes. He had nothing to offer the Savior but to lay down at his feet. But there were many that were astonished. They should have come. They should have come a little bit closer to Jesus. They should have bowed down. The great multitudes that verse 1 talks about, they should have bowed down at the feet of Jesus. All, all seriousness, the leper should have been in camp. The leper should have been outside of town. But yet, he comes. And he comes... And he worships and an act of 100% faith. He falls on the feet of Jesus. Today, anything more or anything more that you can give to, to Christ, I pray that, that that puts us at the feet of Jesus. Anything less finds us staying back, backing away. 50% is not good enough. 50% does not get you to the feet of Jesus. 50% keeps you distant, not depending on God. Many viewed leprosy as a punishment for sin. 
And I'm going to tell you today that this man, this was no punishment. But what I'm going to tell you is this. Sin and leprosy parallel one another. The disease of sin and the disease of leprosy parallel. We think about sin. Where does sin begin? It begins on the inside, usually here. And it, and it slowly works to here. And then it slowly takes over the entire body. That's how sin works. Just as leprosy starts in the inside and works out. Sin, as it begins on the, on the inside, it usually goes unseen for a while. But then it rears its head. Sin leaves one unclean before a holy God. And sin also leads to death. When we think about sin, when we think about leprosy, and how they parallel one another, I can't help but to see myself at the feet of Jesus. I can't help but to see myself in this man's shoes. I can't help but to think of today in the sanctuary and in homes instead of words, unclean, unclean, which I should say, because of the blood of Jesus today, I'm here to worship. Today, if you're sitting here, Wondering, should I, should I trust this Jesus? The answer is yes. I'm sure those thoughts crept through the leper's mind over and over. Should I take a chance? Should I embarrass myself? Should I? And he did. Today, the answer is yes, you should. Point number three comes from verse number two as well. I'm going to read two, three, and four. It says this. And Jesus put forth his hand, or excuse me, and behold, there came a leper, worshipped him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou can make me clean. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be thou clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. And Jesus said unto him, See thou tell no man, but go thy way, show thyself to the priest, and offer the gift that Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. Point number three is this. The leper had faith that Jesus could. Verse number two. It says that he can. If thou will, thou can make me clean. You can make me clean. What powerful words of faith as we think about the sin-filled lives in which we live. But what I'm intrigued by here is that Jesus, and with His words, could have spoke, he, spoke healing to this man's life. But what did Jesus do? Jesus reached out in verse number 3 and touched him. That's a big no-no for this man. That's a big no-no for somebody with leprosy. You do not touch them because that makes you unclean. And as Jesus reached out and touched him first, he didn't have to. He grabbed a hold of him. In verse number 3, 
It says he put forth his hand and touched him saying, I will be thou clean. The touch of Jesus changed this man's life forever. This man, I I don't know, I, I want to talk to him in heaven. He might have finally got to have a wife. He might have finally got to talk to somebody in a normal way. For the first time in his life, he didn't have to utter the words, unclean, unclean, because Jesus touched him. How many of you today will believe that Jesus can take care of whatever you bring before him? Whatever you lay at the feet of Jesus, he will take care of it. My prayer is that you put that in your heart and in your mind. That you will believe that with 100% of your heart. Through the power of Christ, the leper has been made clean. And through the power of Christ, Jeffrey has been made clean of sin. Today, I'm just a leper. I'm just a leper. I don't deserve to, to walk in the building of the church. I should stay outside. Today, I'm just a leper. I don't deserve to approach Jesus, much less stand behind the pulpit. But because of the touch of Jesus, the blood that covers my sin, He made me clean. I'm not a singer, as most of you know. But that song, He touched me. Oh, He touched me. And oh, the joy that floods my soul. Something happened And now I know he touched me and made me whole. I have to believe somewhere in time that's this man's testimony. But I pray to God that that will be my testimony to everyone that I come into contact with. He touched me and made me whole. You see, what this man should have done is he should have went called the priest to come to him. And as the priest come to him, they would kill an animal, according to Leviticus. And as they killed the animal, whether it was a bird or a goat, they would kill that animal, and they would take the blood of the animal. And listen to this. They would put it on the right ear, the right thumb, and the right big toe of the person with leprosy. To signify they are cleansed. That's what the Levitical law says that he had to do. But here's the point. Blood, bloodshed would make him clean. Little did this leper know. That just in a little while. The man's feet that he was at. His life would be laid down on the cross. His blood would be shed so that he could truly be clean. Faith brought a leper to Jesus. Faith brought a healing to this leper. And in doing so, he commands him to be quiet. Don't tell anyone. Seek out the priest. Let that be a testimony for the work that I've done. 
day. I want you to know as I close this message that Jesus changed the leper's story. His story should have been written that I stayed in town, I stayed outside, I didn't bother anyone, I'd done what I should. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, if all my sin is forgiven, the priest will come, he'll put some blood on me, and I'll be clean. Maybe somebody here today needs to hear that Jesus can and will change your story. But first, before He changes your story, you've got to let Him change your life. You've got to bow at the feet of Jesus. You've got to bring yourself to that point. You can't look back over time and say, I I wish I would have, I wish I should have, I wish I could have. Today I'm here to tell you that Jesus can if you will. Today, in a moment of invitation, Christians, I'm talking to Christians and Christians alone. Today, do you in faith need to come to Jesus? Maybe not to bow down and say, I'm, I'm just a poor leper. I'm, I'm full of sin. But maybe you just need to bow down and say, God, here's my life. Change my story. I want to be more than just a Christian, more than just a leper. I want to do something amazing for you. But it takes a 100% commitment to come to the feet of Jesus so that he will work. And today, maybe you have heard everything that tells you to stay away. Maybe your friends or there are people in your ear that saying, keep your distance from church. Keep your distance from God. There's no hope. Maybe you've heard the words today, you're too bad. You've done too much wrong. I would argue that the leper took a very public step to come to Jesus. And in that public step, with all that he had, he laid at his feet. This moment of invitation. Who wants to come to the feet of Jesus? For salvation? Or asking God, just God, take my life. Touch me. Change it. Would you? Should you? Could you come today? Let's pray. Father God, as we think of an invitation, I remember a 15-year-old boy I came to the altar the first time. Today I stand here a 38 year old man. Coming for the thousandth time it seems. Seeking your will and your way. 
God, I pray, Lord, that you will raise up Christians that are as faithful as this leper. Not to be so distant from God, but to be willing to come to the feet of Jesus. God, today, there's somebody that needs you for the very first time. It's not the blood of an animal that will cleanse you and make you whole. The blood of Jesus covers the multitude of sin. Praise be to God. Today, God, if there's one person that needs you as Savior, I pray that they would press out and come. Fall at your feet and be cleansed. God, in this invitation, we give you this time. I pray your Holy Spirit works and moves. In Jesus' name, amen. Clifford Baptist Church invites you to join us for worship every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. For more information about our church, please call our church office at 434-946-0555.